what's going on everybody this is your girl bw and this is another episode of the black picture podcast are you down with bpp you know me <laughs> well if you don't know the black picture podcast we are a tv series and movie review podcast um but we only discuss and deep dive into those series and those movies that star black actors and or made by black filmmakers um, tonight is a special episode because I really want to dedicate this episode to um, our forefathers and our foremothers of black cinema since it is Black History Month. Um, I just want to, you know, give you some gems, give you some history on the black cinema and applaud those creators, um, you know, and thank them for their contribution along the way. Um, first, I just want to give a, a shout out to the Modern Crowd Podcast for hosting us tonight. Thank you. Rounds of applause. <laughs> Like I said, I just wanted to give like a brief overview, hot topics, hot points of black cinema history, because this really could be like, it's a really a whole class, essentially, right? But, you know, just to give you guys some some nuggets, some gems and things to walk away from, and even to, you know, so you can do your research and look up these people um, that paved the way for us filmmakers today and actors today. Um, black, black people in cinema, we can be dated back to the late 1800s and early 1900s. Um, one being a short film entitled Something Good, Negro Kiss, which dropped in 1898, right? And then another um, narrative followed up with that name called Sambo, and that was 1909. Yes, Sambo is a, a derogatory term. Yes, there was a movie called Sambo, and it was black people in it. So it kind of gives you context of the type of content that they were making back in those days. Um, the first black actor to be cast in a leading role in a mainstream film, because um, as you're doing your research, you'll see first black person to star in a major film or a mainstream film or a TV show, a TV series, because there are different pockets and different elements and different content that can be made and was made back in the day. So some of these firsts are really just in a lot of those categories. Um, so the first black person, first black actor to be cast in a mainstream film uh, was Sam Lucas, and that was a 1914 film, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Um, yes, it's a book that we most likely all read in school. Um, they did, you know, make a movie back in the day, and then starting the first black actor. So just a little nugget to know. Like I said before, you know, before then, and even during that time, black people were were put in stereotypical servitude roles, right? Um, and although we were kind of making our way into those spaces, into the film and television world, um, they still had white people playing black people, and they were dressed in, in paint their face in blackface. Um, and then a lot of, of us also back in the day would star in these minstrel and vaudeville shows that were really catered towards entertaining the white crowds. And so the black people would literally be shucking and jiving because that's where that term came from, shucking and jiving. For entertainment, it's the white people. And then you also had the white people doing the black face. Um, but a lot of those shows were actually recorded. And that paved way for one of the first African-American film studios. And it was based in Chicago and it was called uh, Foster Photoplay Company. Um, it was owned by a guy named William Foster. Um, 
he was really a pioneer because, like I said, he recorded those Vaudeville Minstrel shows. He did short films. He created short films, and he cast all black people in those short films. Now, the type of content that it was, no, no, you know, we can't really see it because uh, it's lost in the file somewhere, child. Um, but soon after that, um, another company was formed, and it's called the Lincoln Motion Picture Company. And it was founded by two brothers, one being a black actor and himself, and then his brother, uh, George. And they dropped that company in 1916. And they really wanted to kind of change the narrative and change the way that black people were being portrayed in those early films. Um, and, and their films really depicted black people in different aspects of life and in those non-stereotypical roles. Um, their first film was called The Realization of a Negro's Ambition. Um, and it wasn't even soon, it wasn't long after that, that black women were making their way into the film industry because all those people I was just talking about were all men. You know, here we come. We're about to make our mark. Um, the first black female director can be credited to a woman named Tressie Souders um, in her 1922 film, A Woman's Error. And then a year after that, another female dropped a movie, Maria P. Williams. Um, and she can also be credited as the first female producer in 1923. Um, like I said, um, with the rise of the Lincoln Motion Picture Company and these black female filmmakers that's coming into the business, they really wanted to change the way that, again, that we were being portrayed because we were the Sambos and we were the gorillas and, you know, making a mockery and shucking and jiving. You know, but what about us in real life? How are we in real life? Um, and so here comes another African-American filmmaker who wanted to change that narrative. Um, and he can be considered as one of the most successful African-American filmmakers in the early 20th century. And his name is Oscar Michelle. Michelle. It's French. I don't you know. You know. Um, he directed and produced about 44 films over the course of his career. Um, and he gained prominent attention after producing a film uh, called Within Our Gates. And some critics deem that as a direct response to W.D. Griffith's racist film, A Birth of a Nation. You got critical acclaim, people are recognizing him, understanding what his mission is, and really getting behind him and supporting him to, you know, make these 44 films. And that was, that was pretty big back in, like I said, the 1920s, right? And as we know, in the 1920s, that is kind of the start of the Harlem Renaissance. Entertainers, dancers, singers, dreamers from across the country were making their way to New York City at their chance, you know, for the big lights, the big stage. And that really paved the way for some of our early actresses, black actresses and singers and dancers, such as one being Josephine Baker. We all know her to be one of the best dancers in the world. Um, and she can be credited as one of the first black women to star in a major motion picture, right? I was just talking about how they had mainstream, major, this, and third. Um, and it's just kind of the level of, the level of money that went behind making these films, right? So she was the first black woman to star in a major motion picture, and it was in 1927. And it was a silent film called Siren of the Tropics. Check it out. 
I think it's still searching like you can be found in, you know, Canon P or the Criteria, all these different platforms that um, you can watch older movies. Um, and then kind of maybe a decade later, we are making a mark again. Um, at the water, she was the first black woman to start in her own television show, and that was in 1939. And the show was called The Elder Water Show. It was a variety special on NBC. So although we are making our way into the industry, it's very slow, right? Every 10 years or so, our first black doing something where it's like always white people, white people, white people. But we're slowly but surely making our way because now, you know, we're everywhere. We're doing everything. Um, and I would say that the first black woman to ever win an Emmy goes to Gail Fisher, and that was in 1970. Now we're winning Emmys almost every year, you know, but we had to make our way there. We had to make our way there. And as we all know that the first black woman to win an Academy Award goes to Hattie McDaniels. Now, her situation was very unique because when the movie Gone with the Wind premiered in Atlanta, I believe, she couldn't even go to the premiere. You know, we've come a mighty long way to now we're hosting those these Oscars, these Academy Awards. We are hosting these Emmys and Golden Globes. Um, we even have the liberty to just interrupt the host and slap them across the face. Like, my, have we come a very long way? <laughs> but like I said, since then we've been doing our thing, uh, making paving the way. The black producing executives creating these networks and these studios and creating jobs overall. And thank you to the Gail Fishers and Hannah McDaniel's which paved the way for the Viola Davises, uh, the Oscar, the Octavia Spencers. Uh, we thank you, Natalia Perry's. So, like I said, this episode was really just give you a, a brief history, a brief overview, um, spotlight on the early black cinema filmmakers. Um, just so you guys can research these people, understand how far we've come, how the foundation that they laid for us. Um, and also... We're gonna do trivia. Um, rewind, skip this part. Well, also, we're gonna host trivia on my Instagram live. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Follow me at Lakey underscore one six. That's L A I K I underscore one six to see if you can guess some of these questions that I have for you guys. It's all about black cinema history. So go ahead and get your research on and join me on Instagram live. Like I said, that this is a Black Picture Podcast special edition. We're doing Black Cinema Trivia. So the rules are you only have five seconds to get your answers in the comment. I'm going to read the question only one time. Now, if you can type real fast as I'm reading the question and get it in Google, more power to you. But I'm going to read the answer. And as soon as I end the question, you'll have five seconds to get the answer into the comment box. We're keeping track of, you know, who has the correct answers. Um, we have two categories. The first category is called Superfly. And the questions that's in the Superfly category are worth one point. And then the second category are Shaft. It's called Shaft. And those questions are worth two points. Two points and a possible three if you can get both questions correct. So it's a two-part question in the Shaft category, right? First question you get the answer to two points. And then if you can answer the second portion, you can gain 
three points, all right? And then we'll have a bonus question at the end, all right? Um, the first category, easy questions. We'll keep it easy, keep it light in the Superfly category. So here we go. Get your Twitter fingers together to get your answers into the chat. The first question. Who was the first black actress to be nominated for an Academy Award and when? Countdown begins. Ding, ding, ding. Five seconds is up. Nobody answered. Nobody, you know, you can't wait for me to give you the answer because it's not going to count as a point. <laughs> Can anybody take a guess? Anybody <laughs> take a guess at that? I'm gonna give y'all an additional five seconds. If you all know the answer, just like make up a name, do something, okay? One more time. Who was the first black actress to be nominated for an Academy Award and win the Academy Award? All right, here we go. Five. Two Mississippi. One Mississippi. <laughs> All right, the answer is Hattie McDaniel. Nobody got that one correct. <laughs> Nobody got that one correct. All right, the second question, <laughs> she said Viola Davis. No way. <laughs> no, not Viola. Although we love her some Viola Davis. She wasn't it. She wasn't it. It was Hattie McDaniel. All right, so the second question. This one is super easy, at least I hope, right? Who directed Boys in the Hood? Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, drop your answers. Who directed Boys in the Hood? All right, John Singleton, that is correct. Dee, 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 for I owe you nothing. Short film, John Singleton is correct. All right. I gave y'all a... Maybe I should um, up the count because I gave y'all five seconds. That was more like seven seconds to drop your answers. Um, all right. So question number three. In what year? And you can give me a roundabout. You ain't got to be exact on. You can give me like a decade. I'll take a decade. In what year was The Color Purple, the movie The Color Purple, released? All right, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, I said seven, so six, seven, and drop your answers. <laughs> Don't be Googling. Don't be Googling. All right, 1986 is closed. I'll take it. Again, it's within the same decade. It was released in 1985. Ain't nobody guessing out here in these streets. Give me something. <laughs> All right. This one and the next couple are true or false. So, I mean, just give me something. True or false. True or false. A lady named Ethel Waters was the first black person to star in a television show. True or false. True or false. Ethel Waters was the first black person to star in a television show. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop your answers. 
Oh, that's not correct. Danielle got it right. It's true. Ding, 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 ding. True. <laughs> she was the first black person to star in a television series, a television show, rather. It was called The Elder Waters Show back in 1930-something, um, right? It was a variety show back on NBC. So give it up to her. All right, another true and false. Another true or false. Moonlight was the first movie to have a majority black cast and win an Academy Award for Best Picture. Moonlight, which was dropped in, i say, 2016, maybe, was the first movie to have a majority black cast and win an Academy Award for Best Picture. True or false? Here we go. True. Oh, bing. Before I get the countdown done, come through. <laughs> Angelica, thank you for joining us. Yes, that is true. Ah, and it's, as they did on that award show, if y'all watched it, it's actually false. So what happened was they were not the first ones to win. <laughs> it's a false statement. During the show on the, the Academy Award of the Year, right, they named La La Land as Best Picture, but then they came and they took it back and said Moonlight won. So I just did that to y'all. I took it back. It's not true. It's false. Okay. So nobody got it correct. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. So we all want to have about two more questions left in the Superfly category. <laughs> all right. And this next one is a true or false also. <laughs> she said, wait a minute. I know. I know. I took it back. Nobody got that one. Nobody got that. But I think the score is like 1-1 one, one right now. I think we have 1-1. One, one. I don't know. G's taking score, so he can let me know how we doing. All right. Question six. Another true or false. Will Smith created the show The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. True or false? True or false? Five, four, three, two, one. Drop your answers. Drop your answers. True or false? False is correct. False is correct. I owe you nothing. Oh, I just got an update. I owe you is up two. So now they up three. They up three now. Because that is false. It was created by um, a couple. A Jewish couple, actually. I won't say it was white people. White people Jewish. We'll give them a little credit. They're Jewish people. So Will Smith did not create uh, the Fresh Prince. All right, last question in the Superfly category. Again, all these uh, points are worth one point. So, the last one. What was the first cartoon with an all-black cast? The first cartoon with an all-black cast. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop your answers. What was the first cartoon with an all-black cast? Don't be trying to Google. No, it wasn't the Boondocks. It wasn't the PJs. I like y'all answers. It wasn't either one. Fat Albert. All right, Carlos. All right, Carlos coming in late and getting it correct. All right. <laughs> so mark that down. Thank you guys for joining. This is fun. Like over here by myself. <laughs> So those questions, again, are worth one point, and that was a super fly, super fly category. Um, the next round are questions in the shaft category. Again, it's a two, these questions are two-part questions. 
If you get the first part right, you'll get two points. But if you take a stab at the second part of the question and you get it correct, you get the one point. But if you don't, you'll still have the two points if you got the first part of the question correct. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, so we'll go ahead and get into it. And these are hard. These questions are hard. I feel like the first round of questions were easy if you pay attention. But these questions are a little hard. So I hope you guys have been studying. Or at least, like I said, take a stab at it. Just give me some answers. <laughs> All right. We got an update first round. I'll you nothing with three points. Then, yeah, and Carlos will tie with one point. So it's possible to come back. Even people who join late can even come back and win. Um, five seconds. You'll have five seconds to write your answer into the chat. All right. The first question. Who was the first black woman to ever win an Emmy and a Golden Globe? And the second part of the question is, what category did she win? Who was the first black woman to ever win an Emmy and a Golden Globe? And in what category did she win? And got five seconds. The countdown begins. Five, four... Don't be Googling. Drop your answers. Drop your answers. Drop your answers. Make up some names if you have to. <laughs> Not going to give the answer until I get an answer. Oh, no. Although we love Tracy Ellis Ross, it wasn't her. It was way before Girlfriends. Not Cardi B. <laughs> Way before 1990s. What's up, Ashley? Thank you for joining. I saw um, Harold and Carlos and a few more people. Best, best actress is close. Best actress is very close. So I give you the one. Pam Grinnell, Florida. <laughs> that was the character name, not the actress's name so the answer is Gail Fisher and she was um, outstanding best supporting actress now I will be Goldberg a lady named Gail Fisher take these names and do some research get get to know you know our forefathers and foremothers of black cinema and television because um, they paved the way for the Whoopi Goldbergs and the Viola Davis, you know, so they can do what they do. Gail Fisher is the answer. All right. Second question in the Shaft category. Who was the first black actor to be cast in a leading role in a mainstream film? Who was the first black actor, so male, to be cast in a leading role in a mainstream film? And what was the movie? Okay, got five seconds. Dropping in the chat. Oh, unchecked the cat now. <laughs> Drop your answer in the comment. Who was the first black actor to be cast in a leading role in a mainstream film? And take a stab at what was the movie? Snoop Dogg, no. No, it was probably before Snoop Dogg was even thought of. Close. Didn't say Washington. No. Close. Very close. Harold. What's up? 
Um, not Denzel Washington, not Sidney Poitier, not even Harry Belafonte. It was even before their time. It was even before their time. <laughs> All right, before anybody can even try to Google the answer, it was a man named Sam Lucas in the 1914 film Uncle Tom's Cabin. I know we've all heard of the book. It was also a movie. And the first black actor was in the movie in 1914. So when we think about these questions, we got to think about far back. Because we've been in cinema and in TV space since like late 1800s, early 1900s. So, you know, we've been making our mark for a while. Okay. All right. I'm going to skip around because maybe, maybe you guys can get this one. <laughs> All right. What was the first network, television network, catered towards us? Us as black people. What was the name of the first network catered towards us? And can you name the founders of that network? Uh-oh, look at the mic. But you don't count. Sorry, why did you? You can't even play in a game. All right, who can name the founders? Who can name the founders of BET? We all know that one. Who can name the founders of BET? Anybody? Anybody take a guess? <laughs> not MTV era. <laughs> no, not UPS. Nubia. They still, they was um, founded by white people. It was a lady. And her, the Johnsons, yes, Angelica, yep, and the Johnsons, Robert Johnson and Sheila E. Johnson. Correct. Awesome. BT was the first they were paid towards us and was founded by a married couple. All right. <clears throat> Next question. This is going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Maybe I'll give y'all, like, extra time to maybe even try to Google and see what you come up with. Who was the first black female to produce a movie? And what was the name of that movie? Think think way back or even like in your Google search before the 1930s. Like I said, we've been in space since the late 1800s, early 1900s. Who was the first black woman to produce a movie? And bonus if you could guess the name of the movie. The time starts now. Solid ticker in my head. <laughs> Not Foxy Brown. Way before the 70s. Way before the 70s. This is fun. <laughs> um, what was the last name? What's the last name on her? Try to Google, maybe I don't, you know. <laughs> All right, time's up because y'all ain't Google fast enough. <laughs> it's a lady named Tracy Sounders, um, and the movie was A Woman's Era, and this is 1923. That's what I said. Think far back, past the, uh, the 70s with Foxy Brown. Like, people, like I said, we were making movies in the 1900s. All right. Now, this one, maybe you guys can get without Googling. No Google on this question. Here we go. 
It's a two-part question. First part is worth two points. The second part is worth one. So, what black actor has appeared in more movies? Samuel L. Jackson or Danny Glover? And then bonus, if you can guess, like, the range of movies that they've starred in. So, who starred in more movies? Samuel L. Jackson or Danny Glover? <laughs> And then how many movies did they star in? Okay, correct. Yes, Harris, correct. Samuel L. Jackson did star in more movies. Now, who can guess, like, a range of how many movies he starred in since he started? Ooh, 283 is a lot, but no. Man, he would have to be working forever. But close. Anybody else want to take a stab? <laughs> it's in the 100s i give y'all that it's like in the 100s not 200 quite yet not 75 a little over 100 no 180 is close 180 is close the correct answer is 100 he started over 165 movies since he started acting and then danny glover was like the second black actor who started um a lot of movies all right, so now this question is a play on the category names, Superfly and Shaft. We all know that those are black exploitation movies back in the um, 70s. Now, here we go. Which movie was released first, Shaft or Superfly? And then the second part of the question, who played the leading role of that movie? So, again... Who, what, which movie was released first, Shaft or Superfly? And then who was the leading actor in that movie? Five seconds on the clock. Five. Oh, people are answering me from my clicker. I didn't even see. Superfly is not correct. Shaft. Shaft was literally released one year before Superfly. Now, who, can, who was the leading actor of Shaft back in the 1970 version of Shaft? Who was that actor? Can anybody name? Oh, Angelica got it right. I don't know if she typed it before I said it. Richard Roundtree. Yes, correct. Give it up, give it, give it up. Not Jamie Foxx. Give it up, give it up. All right. Great, great, great. Now, we are on the last question of the Shaft category. Um, give time, give G some time to tally up the count. I don't know who's in the lead, where we are as far as points. This is the last question of the shaft category. Then we have a bonus question at the end. We have a bonus question at the end. All right, so here we go. Which black-owned company has the overall highest grossing films? The Wayne Bros Entertainment or Overbrook Entertainment? Which black-owned company has the overall highest-grossing films, Wayne Brothers or Overbrook? So Wayne Brothers are the Wayne Brothers, obviously, right? The whole collective of family, all their whole ram. Or Overbrook, as we know. Um, I can't tell you who owns it, like, because then it'd be given the second part of the answer. <laughs> or Overbrook. 
not Tyler Perry. <laughs> he wasn't even a choice. <laughs> he wasn't even a choice. And then he like number seven on the list anyway. Oh, the Wayne Bros is not correct. It's Overbrook. Overbrook Entertainment has the overall highest grossing films. And who owns Overbrook, if anybody can take a guess? And because they can give context into, like, the gross number. Who owns Overbrook? Mm -hmm. oh, don't be Googling now. You have to drop your answers. Will Smith owns Overbrook Entertainment. And so, if you think about the movies that he's produced, that he's starred in, they'll, they'll count towards that number, right? Hancock, uh, Independent Day, like, all the movies that he's been in counts towards that. Rain Bros was, like, number two on the list. No, number three, actually. Number three. Behind, like, this guy named Roger Johnson who produced um, The Blind Side. Um... Can we talk implicit bias? What you mean? That's what the internet said. <laughs> All right, so G, where we at? Where we at with the numbers? Like, how we doing? How we doing? How we doing? I mean, yeah, true, true. Which also kind of goes back into once you watch the episode of the Black Picture Podcast that I drop on Wednesday. We talk about the whole history of black cinema. Um, and like the things that we had to endure back in the day. Not so plain. You know, Kevin Hart wasn't even on the list either. You know, think about the number of movies and things that he's done. So IOU is in a lead with four. Angelica is right behind with three. So we kind of neck and neck. All right. So now, this is the last question. Worth two points. Okay. Angelica, you can come back. Or I'll you, you can keep the lead. You have five seconds to drop your answer in the comment. Who was the first black woman to receive national theatrical distribution and in what year or roundabout year decade i take the decade who was the first black woman to receive national theatrical distribution so their movies was nationwide and in what year <laughs> i'll take the decade five four three two <laughs> one Holly Bear is not correct. No, not Madeline Anderson. No. Not in the Whoa. 1980s. Even after the 80s, right? Like, even after all we've done, you think. But no. Dun, dun, dun. Angelica is correct. Julie Dash. She, I think she's taking the lead at this point. I think she's taking the lead at this point. And in what year? What year did Daughters of the Dust make its run in theaters in what year did daughters of the dust make its run in theaters don't be googling drop your answers right down google ain't got nothing on us oh 
we tied until you get the year. Y'all better drop the year. I know y'all already on your Google phone. I already know you on your phone. I already know it. <laughs> I already know you on your phone. Nineties is correct. I'll take the nineties. Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. All right. So Angelica is the winner. Woo! Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes, this is my first live. I took a stab at it to do some some trivia. I think this was fun. We could try to do it again. Get more people to join. Uh, maybe get some easier questions. I thought that these were easy, but you know, I'm just like, you know, I've been watching movies. I studied that this is what I do. So just for like the the path of buyers, you know, it might not have been as easy. But I thank you guys for joining. Um if you haven't listened to the Black Picture Podcast, go ahead and do so. We're streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. You can check me out on Go Local Plus, uh, the Modern Car website. Shout out to them. Um, YouTube. All right, thank you guys for joining, and that's it for my live. So I'm going to hang this up now and go about my way. <laughs>